As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen I'm never quitting on my mission, I'ma roll with what I'm giving Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing Better watch the way you going, better go in the right direction In the moment you stressing, but you gon' be counting blessings And I know that for certain, keep on working, open curtains Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version I'm never gon' give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, yeah Cause this is my road you're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show on WNHHLP 103.5 SM, your home for community radio. Welcome, welcome everybody. This is Doug Hausladen live from WNHH Radio 103.5 FM in New Haven. Here in the studios on Elm Street, we're gathered together to talk a little bit about Bike Month. National Bike Month every year is celebrated in May. With us are two key organizers to the movement and... Uh, would like uh, Car- to introduce Caroline and Lee and ask them to uh, introduce yourself. Caroline, you want to start? Oh, wait. Now try it. Can you hear me now? Yes, ma'am. Fantastic. Um, hi, everyone. Good morning. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. My name's Caroline Tomby-Smith, and I've been in New Haven now for 13 years. It's the greatest small city in America, and I'm one of the organizers of an organization called New Haven Bike Month, uh, which is a month-long celebration of biking that happens in May. Excellent. Lee? Absolutely. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here. My name is Leo Sodio. I am the executive director for the Coalition of Active Transportation in New Haven, and I am a co-sponsor as well, a co-organizer with Caroline, and really excited to, uh, you know, give uh, a lot of information and uh, knowledge about Bike Month. So before we introduce our guest today, why don't we uh, hear a little bit about Caroline? What makes you so excited about Bike Month? Every May it comes around. It's always a, a big effort, especially by you. Uh, and and other co-organizers, but like for you personally, what makes you excited about Bike Month and getting involved in the uh, uh, in the, su- the support and participation? One hundred and ten percent. I mean, one, this is just a special room. I know Chris is on the call, Chris Schweitzer, um, and he is he's actually in twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen or so. The person that sat down with me on a bench and said, "Hey, do you want to organize or co-organize Bike Month?" And so it's so special to have Chris here. And you know, Doug, you've been such a leader in transportation in the city for a long time. So it's just a special room. I would say two things really excite me. One is that the real heartbeat of New Haven Bike Month is the real belief that every single individual in every single neighborhood deserves to have a voice in what the future of transportation looks like in that city, in this city. And, and in Bike Month's kind of core uh, method is through sort of neighborhood events and neighborhood level advocacy. Um, and then two, something else that excites me is, is Bike Month has always taken the shape of the volunteers and the incredible partners and organizations that have been involved. And that's why I'm so excited today to have a few of the organizers of some amazing events that will be happening uh, during May to talk about their organizations and talk about the events that are happening throughout May. Thanks so much, Caroline. And Lee, following up, you know, I, as the board chair for the New Haven Coalition for NCAT of Active yeah. Transportation, you know, we get to work together a lot. Yes. Uh, I've been really excited by your efforts so far as executive director. Um, coming up in May, we, you know, NCAT does a lot of the, the co-hosting and support, but can you talk a little bit about what you're excited to do for for Bike Month this year and where you want to take the organization. Absolutely. Like one thing I really want to highlight is one of the events that we're having, which is B is for bottoms. Uh, <laughs> we really want to highlight uh, our new cyclists, uh, our new uh, humans who are hitting the ground and what that takes and what that really looks like and how sore your bottom might be <laughs> <laughs> after taking on this amazing challenge, right? So we want to highlight... 
um, what that looks like. We want to provide knowledge that it doesn't matter what kind of seat you have. All that changes that soreness is just continuous practice um, and training those muscles to say, hey, like I'm now taking a new shape <laughs> and really kind of like uh, inviting some chiropractors out to do some adjustments for free, hopefully um having some really good food vendors coming out to that particular event and, and and like caroline said uh just having a host of of different events in the entire month that really celebrate um cycling the uh, health wellness mental health um and and really all our amazing organizers um and and partners who are going to be uh putting up uh, additional events other than um you know b is for bottom so just really excited to celebrate our city as a whole as a cycling community i don't know about y'all but uh lately the weather's been getting so good the other yeah. night we my partner and i had a date night biking up to micro and back in hamden uh and i'll tell you b is for bottoms is going to be one of my events in may because <laughs> boy Getting back on that thing for like a 20-mile ride was no joke, no joke. Yeah. And uh, we're here live in Elm Street at WNHH Radio, uh, NewHavenIndependent.com, 103FM, where the H stands for Preparation H, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> so we're going to switch a little bit of gears to uh, our guests that are in the show. If, um, uh, Caroline, do you want to introduce uh, the two over here? And then we'll ask Lee to introduce uh, Jay. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I think one thing that's really special about this morning is that we have some amazing guests here who are going to talk about their both their organizations and a couple events that they're particularly excited about in May. Um, and so we, here we have Allie and Tiffany here from two incredible local organizations. And I'll, I'll pass it to Tiffany first if you want to talk more about your organization and the events that are coming up for you. Sure. Thanks so much for having me on the show. My name is Tiffany. I am a board member for the New Haven Bicycling Club. Um, NHBC uh, has been around actually since the late 1800s oh, in New Haven. Yeah. Um, but the latest iteration has come around really in the last decade. Um, and we are all just about everybody on bikes. No matter who you are, you know, you can find a bike, you can find a ride. Um, and we're really here for community rides. So we have um, some upcoming events that I'm really excited to share on this show today. Um, and also just hopefully to inspire everybody else to, to get out. You know, there are so many different types of biking as seen by all the people that are in this room. Um, and I'm just really excited to, to, you know, be a part of this community. And hi, I'm Ali Ushinsky. I am a co-lead and founding leader of RAR New Haven, which stands for the Radical Adventure Riders. It's a national organization with chapters, at least 10 chapters, and we're expanding to more across the country. And we're devoted to gender and racial equity in adventure biking. Um, what is adventure biking? I feel like it is any way, well, I think the typical definition is like bikepacking and gear heavy things, technical heavy things. But our thing is really devoted to creating joy and adventure for queer, trans, non-binary women and people of color on bikes. Um, and adventures can be going to get ice cream and um, getting people to get on their bikes more, work through that bottom pain, um, <laughs> <laughs> feel empowerment around their bike, and just do stuff on their bike is like our whole thing. So really glad to be here. Tiffany, I know you already mentioned it a little bit. But if you could just explain, if someone sees an, an asterisk WTF on, an, on a, an event, what does that mean? Yeah, well, I think we can both yeah, explain. we're happy to talk about it. <laughs> uh, WTF is like a long-held bike acronym that stands for women, trans, femme. And the idea here is getting more 
non-cis men folks into biking because for a lot of people with those experiences it can be a really intimidating place. RAR uses an acronym F-T-W-N-B, which is femme, trans, uh, not women, <laughs> non-binary folks, opening up the gender creativity and the gender spectrum to understand that like these bike spaces need to be created for us and also uh, continued. And for Bike Club, uh, you mentioned getting everyone on, on bikes, but also I know you have a different classifications of rides and, and one way of, of helping uh, the bike community expand. Can you talk a bit about your beginners and your med intermediary and expert? Sure. We love to break our groups into a mild, medium, and a spicy group. Uh, and when I started in New Haven Bike Club, um, I started off in the mild group. It is a no-drop ride. Um, it's what we call our Orchard Loop on Tuesday nights. If you've ever seen us um, outside of PNM, you might have seen just a swarm of some white men in Lycra, but I promise that, you know, um, biking is for everybody. And I was a little bit nervous to start at first because I was like, these are not necessarily my people. I might not be included. I'm only a commuter, um, but they welcomed me in. I started off in mild. Um, eventually I graduated and formed a 1.5 peppers group in between <laughs> mild and medium, you know, just creating spaces that if, if, you know, it's not there for you, you know, you making it yourself and you finding the community along to do that with. Um, these days I'm writing in medium, um, and even though it's the beginning of the season, it's pretty extraordinary to see that we've been having 50 plus people turning out on a Tuesday night ride. And these rides have been around for a decade. So, you know, if you're in, ever interested in writing, you've seen us at PNM, you're curious about what we're all about, like come and talk to us while we're there. Um, come check out our Facebook, our website, um, and you know, anyone is welcome to join in um, as long as you wear a helmet. Thanks so much, everybody. And we'll come back to you in a little bit. Um, you know, I, been my adult life i've been a commute cyclist more than a lycra cyclist but now that i'm 40 i think i do fit the mammal profile <laughs> the middle-aged male in lycra uh which is what i'm now uh trying to work on myself but we'll go to lee to introduce our four-wheeled friends yes. uh you know two wheels good four wheels good i think yep. we're all we're all very happy here lee why don't you introduce our friend jay absolutely so we have an amazing partner as well here uh with skate haven and i'm gonna leave it there so that jay can tell us all about the amazing and upcoming uh programming that he has planned amongst other items so jay Great. Thank you, Lee. Uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, my name is Jay. Uh, I am the director of infrastructure for an organization here in New Haven called Skate Haven. Um, we are a nonprofit organization that uses skateboarding as a vehicle for positive impact in New Haven. Um, so we do this um, by organizing skate space uh, infrastructure projects. Uh, we facilitate public skateboard programming and we distribute wellness resources to the skate community here in New Haven. So really excited to be here today and talk about some of the upcoming programs that we have uh, in May and going on into the summer as well. Um, preview for some folks, uh, something coming out in late August uh, that everybody should kind of be aware of as, as we uh, start organizing. But I'll start by saying we've got um, uh, some public programming coming up May 6th part of the Fair Haven Day um, celebration uh, where there will be uh, arts and athletic activities and other um, resources and just fun stuff for families and kids. Um, Skate Haven will be present with some skateboarding clinics and uh, haven't dialed it in yet, but likely some arts activations as well um, because the arts and skateboarding are integrated. It is not just a sport. 
um, so we're yeah we're excited to activate some space with skateboarding and get people excited about activating more space with permanent skate parks for all wheels not just skateboards but BMX wheelchair motocross inline skating quad skating the whole nine that's beautiful so that's may 6th from 11 a.m to 8 p.m we will start with a parade um and then we will end at the Fairhaven uh school where all those amazing activities will be jay will be there with skate haven and cat will be there bike month will be there and other amazing partners as well will be activating that entire space with both arts and athletics that's pretty really awesome thanks so much and jay do you have a favorite you know not to pick between your children but do you have a favorite project infrastructure director that we've we've uh, we've seen from you, or is or is it the one that's unbuilt in your head that's still your favorite? Ah, uh, man, uh, it's the one that's unbuilt in in my head because we're always striving for new and better skate spaces for the kids in New Haven. Um, we've been very lucky to be able to work on a few thus far, um, starting with the Scandalberry Skate Park uh, back in like 2019, 2020. Um, so my director of programs, Steve Roberts, and myself uh, facilitated uh, the development of a, a new public skate park in Scandalberry Park in the Dixwell neighborhood. Um, and then a, in 2021, we collaborated with a skateboarding and arts collective in Washington, D.C. Um, they had a, a skatable art installation, a giant wooden bowl that they had constructed in D.C. And we worked with them to move that up here to New Haven. Doug, you were an incredible partner on that project <laughs> and have continued to be. Um, so that, that art installation is still there. Um, 52 George Street, downtown New Haven. Uh, come check it out. Go check out Scandalberry Skate Park. Um, definitely check out the original skate park in New Haven. Uh, Edgewood uh, Skate Park. It's over on the corner of Fitch and Whaley. Got to go down a funky little driveway, but it's there. Scandalberry <laughs> is on the corner of uh, Ashman and Webster. Um, yeah, and if you need a skateboard to try out these skate spaces, uh, you could always get one at the Devil's Gear Bike and Board, uh, which has all your skateboarding and bike needs covered. Check out your B&B in town, the Chapel Street B&B Bike and Board right there. Yes, sir. 845 Chapel Street, New Haven, Connecticut. Absolutely. I want to add to that, that if you are looking to learn how to uh, skateboard, please keep an eye on not only Skate Haven's website, but also NCAT's uh, website as well, which is www.ncatct.org, where you will find a direct link uh, with Skate Haven where you can sign up. Uh, the same spaces where you can learn how to ride a bike with NCAT, you can also learn how to skate uh, with Skate Haven as well. So I just want to make sure that if you're looking for those opportunities, you will find them in two very unique spaces. So make sure you sign up. To that point, I want to take a second and plug uh, the Push to Start skateboarding program, which mm -hmm. happens every Saturday at Stetson Library, uh, 12 to 2. That is run by our director of programs, Steve Roberts, who founded... Uh, program a number of years ago before we even had skate haven um so every saturday uh the group collects at stetson and then moves over to scandalberry skate park which is um about a five minute walk uh and then there is free skateboard instruction for youth of new haven um so yes check it out it's back in swing there are also skateboarding 101 uh sessions where steve and other facilitators just run down the very fundamentals of skateboarding um and those are uh, separate from the push to start clinics. That's just a kid doesn't know anything about skateboarding. Come learn all the basics. Um, so you can find all the information for that 
push to start nhv on instagram uh or skate.hvn also on instagram so that's push to start nhv or skate.hvn and uh, just to remind everyone of the motto of the NCAT is wheels and feet on every street. I think Absolutely. for the last 20 years, New Haveners have started to embrace the every lane as a bike lane. And yes, we need better infrastructure specifically for bikes, but every lane is a bike lane. And what I'm starting to feel in our community is every skate is every space is a skate space. Absolutely. Every space is a skate space. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Jay, and uh, Push to Start and uh, Skate Haven for joining us today and joining us in Bike Month at NCAT. We're really excited to partner with you. And we'll pu- pass the back. Uh, Mike, back to Caroline, and I'll, you know, check in with the two of you and ask um, our folks in the studio to respond, and then we'll get to Chris Schweitzer, who's on the phone uh, from New Haven Leon and New Haven Climate Movement, as well as many other efforts, Go New Haven Go included. Um, so, you know, Caroline and Lee, in the last few years, there's been a con- concerted effort of, of expanding the notion of where you get to, sk- where you get to skate, where you get to bike, and who gets to bike. Uh, can you talk a little bit about um, the work outside of downtown and what what you've been most excited about with passing uh, passing the uh, being more inclusive ge- from a geography standpoint with the work that you do in Bike Month? Yeah, I think it's been really important to us, kind of as I said at the beginning, um, that individuals from every single neighborhood um, are able to touch and influence the work of Bike Month and able to lead events um, that really influence the neighborhoods that they grew up in, that they love. Um, and that's been tremendous. I mean, the last we've been around since 2015, We've had organizers from every single neighborhood build festivals, build rides, um, build all different kinds of events um, that really are tailored to the needs of their neighborhood. I remember one really comes to mind as we, we did an event at Criscolo Park. Um, it's one of my favorite events Bike Month's ever done uh, with some cr- incredible neighborhood organizers there. Um, and as a part of that was a, was a wheelie competition um, because there are individual kids here yeah. who, who wheelie around the city Mm-hmm. Um, who, you know, we always I mean, want to make sure that they're wearing their helmets and they're safe, they're safe, they're keeping themselves safe and, and you know, surrounding cars or pedestrians safe. But also, there's incredible, they're incredibly talented. Absolutely. Um, it's really inspiring to watch them and we wanted to build an event that highlighted the t- their talent. Um, and so we, I remember we had the mayor there, the former mayor there, um, some alders there to present uh, awards. I think it, it was like the slowest wheelie competition, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the longest sustained wheelie. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, that event in Criscolo Park was in the backdrop of like the, the beautiful New mm-hmm. Haven skyline. I'll never forget that, that sort of um, how do we, how do we, you know, take, you know, this, um, uh, you know, support and uplift these incredible young people that we have and, and showcase um, wheelies as, as really moments of talent and moments mm-hmm. of expression. Um, and, and reward reward that, and obviously within the context of, of, of promoting safety. But I'll pass it to Lee. Like, mm-hmm. what, what are some of your observations and yeah. thoughts? And I'll oh, jump okay. in. And just uh, we also just heard about Stetson Library. Can you? I mean, in addition to your favorite place where you want to take this, can you talk about your partnerships at Stetson? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so first, you know, I I w- really want to say like the the talent within this community is just beyond, right? And I mean, I think we see it all the time. Uh, so, really want to encourage our youth who are listening and and you know those big talents. If you are interested, we are still taking in uh, ideas and 
thoughts uh we want this to be your celebration we are just the organizers and the vessels and the tools that put this together and help you to put this together but these are your events right um so please reach out to us with those particular ideas if you see that within your neighborhood there might not be a festival you are that creator right like we are here to listen to you to intake your ideas to bring in other partners to make this real and happen but these are your events um and we want to make sure that we give that power um, and that opportunity for these events to really come into fruition. Uh, for Stutzen Library, really just excited with, with the overall space. There's so much that we can do there and there's so much that is happening there. Not only push to start, but we're also uh, having a few different opportunities with cycling as well, where we're having classes uh, since the canal trail is right there and it's easy to uh, meet at the library in the front. And then uh, kind of like push to start, then transition over to Canal Trail, which is very flat, right? Majority of New Haven is flat um, and returning to the bottoms, right? It might not, you might not be ready just yet to hit some of those hills uh, that are available in Prospect. However, if we stay on Winchester and again on that Canal Trail, it's just an easy straight shot that we can uh, go back and forth for more than a mile uh, if that's the, the endurance that we're looking for overall. Um, and Scansbury Park is just so attractive. It's so beautiful uh, to, to be out there. There is a somewhat of a trail there, a walking space as well, um, that gives you a good amount of stretch too. Um, and it, it's just a space where we really love to go. Now, because we're in the spring, um, aspect the, the, the trees are blossoming um and that connectivity with the earth and the environment is just one of those things where again psychologically mentally physically emotionally you just feel reconnected with the earth um and what better with earth day um and overall so i think that segues into chris that's a great idea good segue <laughs> thanks so much just to check in with our spot station sponsor wnhh radio 103.5 here in New Haven Community Radio. Coming up next is our friend and colleague, Chris Schweitzer, who's uh, from a couple of organizations. I'll ask him to touch a little bit about, you know, ahead of Bike Month, the opening event of Bike Month really happens in May, right around Earth Day, uh, called the Rock to Rock Ride. And if, if Chris could uh, go ahead and introduce himself and say hello. Sure. Um, hello, everybody. I'm Chris Schweitzer, and I work with New Haven Leon Sister City Project, and we're one of the... Um, co-organizers of Rock to Rock Earth Day Bike Ride, which is on Saturday, April 29th, starts at East Rock Park and ends there with a green fair. And it's a great fun event that supports over 20 local environmental projects. Rock to Rock's been very successful over the years, uh, you know, reaching a number of organizations. Chris, can you remember what year you're in now and uh, how many different rides are available coming up next Saturday? We're in our 15th year and raised over $2 million for local environmental work. And on Saturday, there are a one mile, very friendly family ride, a five mile, 12 mile, 20 mile, 40 mile, and 60 mile rides. And there's also a couple hikes, one in East Rock Park and one in West Rock Park starting at Common Ground High School. So Rock to Rock this year, not just on bikes, but also on foot, on PA. Uh, can we talk a little bit about the Earth Day celebrations and what, you know, why is this going to environmental causes and what kind of causes are, are benefiting from the Rock to Rock fundraiser? Sure, it goes to almost anybody who's interested, even organizations that aren't necessarily environmental that are doing environmental projects like Columbus House, um, Haven's Harvest, um, directly, you know, named as that as such, but like Haven's Harvest by saving food waste is definitely an important environmental project. 
but urban resource initiative, plants trees, common ground high schools, environmental center, Masaro Farm, um, New Haven Leon Sister City Project, which also organizes New Haven climate movements, does a lot of climate change work, city seed, farmers markets, and et cetera, et cetera. Of course, NHCAT, <laughs> you cannot say that. Um, so lots of great organizations doing great work. Yeah, thanks so much. And you mentioned one of your organizations that you work with, uh, New Haven Leon, which is the energy with uh, the New Haven climate movement. With Earth Day coming up, can you talk a little bit about how transportation and Earth Day fall in line, and what are the what are the key, you know, elements of avoiding climate catastrophe for you? Well, transportation is really big. I mean, for me, it's like the best way to improve local public health, um, save people a lot of money. Average driver spends ten thousand dollars a year on cars. And having a better transportation system and working to advocate for that, for you know, more safe streets, more accessible buses, better schedules. New Haven's actually pretty good as far as transportation, the number of bus lines and train lines, um, lots of work to do on bike lanes, but definitely need to invest in that. I know the city has hopefully in their budget for this year, a new transportation planner to expand that work and get more cycle tracks in and other safe spaces. But, um, yeah, it's Earth Day is a great time to really think about what we're each doing and choices we made. We're all kind of born into a very car-addicted culture. We really don't think about options. I definitely didn't. I mean, I was in high school and playing soccer in high school, and I spent every afternoon waiting for my mom to pick me up to get someplace. And I could have easily ridden my bike, and I don't know why I didn't, but I was just kind of brain dead. So I think a lot the great things about Bike Month and AHCAT and other activities that happen just encourage us to think, you know, outside the car, as they say, and try to think a little more creatively. Wonderful, Chris. Thank you so much for, for all that amazing information. I'm wondering, Chris, is there anything else that you might need in preparation for Rock to Rock that might be outstanding that community partners might be able to reach out to you um, in order to make sure that, you know, we have everything that we need to launch such an amazing day to honor our Earth? Well, firstly, I think great weather would be really good. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, that if people want to get involved, um, go to our website, check out the partner page. You can sign up to ride and fundraise with any, any one of the 20 organizations. You can just come out to the Green Fair that day, enjoy the music, live music, and food trucks. If you want to just donate, you can donate to individual organizations or to all 20-plus organizations. Um, yeah. Next weekend, Rock to Rock kicks off its 15th year, starting and, and ending both in, in East Rock this year. And it's just absolutely amazing the effort that you, Chris, as a co-organizer, uh, and others have done uh, or throughout the 15 years. So thank you to all the organizers. I'd be an idiot if I didn't take this moment and say uh, NCAT is fundraising through Rock to Rock. If you don't have a team to join, come join our team. We'd love to have you. We're raising uh, funds to put education in every school in New Haven, starting um, with uh, St. Martin de Porres, uh, Albertus Magnus, three downtown high schools, and also Clinton Avenue School. That is correct. Yes, Avenues? absolutely. We actually just got our permit accepted, um, and uh, we will be activating a fleet of about 12 to 15 bikes uh, operating out of the school 
um, two days a week uh, for about 60 minutes or so where we will be implementing safety cycling curriculum for our youth. And it's just extremely exciting to have our children um, at New Haven Public Schools activate that particular program. So if you are a principal, you are listening to this and you would like to also start a bug club uh, all around safety, instruction and advancing skills, please reach out to me again. That's www.ncatct.org. And if you have my direct number please feel free to send me a phone call or a text message. I am all forms of platforms savvy. So please reach out to me so that we can get our children that instruction uh, for free. Again, must emphasize that this is all for free. um, And it is um, critical that we get this instruction out there. As uh, we all mentioned, it's beautiful outside. Our children are outside. Everyone is outside. And it's important that we uh, get some instruction. Thanks so much, Lee. And, um, you know, Chris, one more question for you as well with regarding to um, uh, what we're doing with the climate uh, climate pledge in 2023. Can you talk touch base about what people and organizations are doing with regards to the climate pledge? Well, the city of New Haven passed the climate emergency resolution in 2019, and New Haven climate movement, mostly youth-led, has been working since then to support that. And the city recently hired two climate change staff who are starting different projects and the Board of Education passed the Climate Emergency Resolution in September of 2022. And this coming Monday, they're having a meeting to talk about how they're going to enact that broad pledge that was part of the resolution. So we're really hopeful that the Board of Education will invest in energy staff and maybe safe routes to school, safe routes for all, um, safe routes to school staff, um, and other um, investments that really help um, put the Board of Education and the schools in a position to really help lead on solving the climate crisis. To make a city that is truly forward-thinking and sustainable in transportation, we need to do so much. You know, infrastructure, yeah. we need to do um, uh, encouragement, we need to evaluate, we need to build, 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 engineer. Um, you know, and, and all of this is trying to make a better biking and a better rolling city mm-hmm. uh, for those that are on, on four wheels. Um you know, just talking a little bit about the encouragement, the the things that are happening during Bike Month are so important. Um, and and Aaron Good, a friend of ours, is is commenting on the Facebook page. We'll touch base on some of uh, some of the efforts he's talking about. And Caroline, can you wrap your head around the how much encouragement goes on just for this month? But then, what's sustained throughout the year? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, as I said at the beginning, Bike Month is truly a testament to the volunteers and organizations that are a part of it. It always has been, and I think it always will be. Um, I mean, I know, Lee, you, first of all, you spoke really beautifully about the power of our young people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also spoke about Fairhaven Day, which to me is one of the events I'm, I'm, I'm so excited about so many different events, but that's one that really, really stands out during the month. And, you know, one part of that, speaking of our young people, is, you know, reducing barriers to individuals and especially young people having access to a bike. Yeah. Um, and so a couple organizations I just wanted to highlight that both will be doing work during bike month but also um, do work throughout the entire year that will be present at Fairhaven Days the Bradley Street Bicycle Co-op they do amazing work um, to take uh, bikes and fix them up and put them back out into the community Um, and so they'll be there doing free bike repair during Fairhaven Day which will be really really special to make sure those those bikes that are you know dusty down in the basement or a little bit broken are fixed up and used and safe to be able to ride Um, and then second we're really excited and honored to have received a grant from the Greater New Haven Green Fund mm-hmm. um, to purchase two kids' bikes from the Devil's Gear, as well as helmets, locks, and lights. 
um, to be able to be distributed during Fairhaven Day. Um, and so any young, you know, young kiddo who goes through the bike rodeo with NCAT during Fairhaven Day will be put into, um, will be able to have an opportunity to be drawn to potentially receive one of these bikes. So definitely um, have a lookout for that. Um, and then I, I'd, I'd love to pass it over to our couple guests. You know, these are two organizations um, that are doing work not only during Bike Month, not, not only when it's warm and beautiful outside, but throughout the entire year. And I know you all have a couple highlight events that you really wanted to talk about. Tiffany, would you want to start by talking about a, an event coming up for New Haven Bicycle Club? Sure, thanks so much. Um, New Haven Bike Club is really excited to announce our first ever East Rock Century. Um, and what that means is that it is a day, Saturday, May 13th, from 7A to 5PM, that you have the opportunity to ride up and around and down East Rock in a clockwise manner, um, 100 miles, which <laughs> is actually only wow. 23 laps um, and just under 8,000 feet. Ooh, um, so yes. That is a possibility. Um, you could also choose to do 100 kilometers, which is only 15 laps um, around 5,000 feet. Um, or you could do one lap or two or whatever you feel like. You can come and hang out. You can cheer. You can support. Um, we just want the community together um and it's a personal challenge it's not a race nothing is going to be timed um we just want to appreciate you know what we have this beautiful east rock right next to us um this is our first time ever doing it so you know we are hoping um for a great turnout we're really thankful to our city for letting us do this um, but we hope that this event is going to come back bigger and better each year maybe to become as legendary as rock to rock who knows um, but we really hope to see you there on Saturday, May 13th. And all the details can be found on our website, which is newhavenbicyclingclub.org. Um, we'd love to see you there. Um, so the so RAR, Radical Adventure Riders, is housed out of the Bradley Street Bike Co-op. And I just want to echo what Caroline said. We are there on 138 Bradley Street all year. We provide sliding scale, free, uh, low-priced support with mechanics, uh, buying bikes, gear, and like you are always welcome to come by and like learn how to fix your bike, which is a really empowering, cool thing, or get help fixing your bike because we just want to keep people rolling throughout the year. And we know a lot of people rely on it, rely on their bikes or their wheels, although we're not good at skateboards. So don't <laughs> come by for skateboards. Um, they rely on them all year. So some highlights. Um, if you are interested in bike mechanics or getting involved in RAR in some capacity. We do a welcome wagon once a month. During bike month, it'll be Wednesday, May 17th um, at like 6.30. Also that day, we do a RAR takeover, which means that the normally male-leaning space has a lot more queer, non-binary women and trans folks around. So if you're intimidated by those kinds of spaces, come on down on Thursday, May 18th at uh, between 4 to 7. Um, and here's a fun little one. I talked about like bike adventure as being our priority. We are doing on Saturday, May 14th, a grill ride, which is a grilled cheese bike ride. Wow. There will be a tandem bike with a grilled cheese cart attached to the back. And I imagine we'll be making grilled cheeses of many kinds. I love it. So Saturday, May 14th, um, come by the bike co-op on 138 Bradley Street. Maybe bring some cheese, some bread. <laughs> uh, at least bring your helmet and a bike and grill some cheese with us. Wonderful. Allie, not to put you on the spot, but can you talk about um, coffee outside? 
Oh yes, of course. One of my uh, one of my favorite institutions. In addition to our year long uh, standing at the Bradley Street Bike Co op, every Friday morning at eight a.m., uh, a group of us ride from the Bike Co op on one thirty eight Bradley Street, approximately like seven miles up East Rock and back. Um, we we sit up at the top of East Rock and drink coffee, have snacks, socialize. It's a really great way to start your weekend. It's a great way to get to know people um, in New Haven. And this is, Coffee Outside is an institution across bike communities, uh, but this is our version of it in New Haven. It's every Friday, 8 a.m. at 138 Bradley Street. And if I'm not mistaken, it's a no-drop ride, to use Tiffany's No term. drop. And That's just to right. clarify, because somebody recently told me, no drop means if you can't keep up, you won't be left behind. It doesn't right. mean no drop bars, which is <laughs> 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 um, so right. You can bring flat bars Absolutely. or drop bars. So, uh, That's awesome. Just some more reminders of events that are happening in Bike Month. Every Saturday at the Learning Corridor, there is a, a bring your bike over to the Learning Corridor or come and borrow a bike at the Learning Corridor. Every Saturday at the uh, Learning Corridor on the Farmington Canal Ride, um, CPEN will be there helping people get on two wheels. Um, and the Farmington Canal Heritage Trail Association will be doing a Bike to Work Day breakfast on that Friday somewhere on the Farmington Canal. Details, TBD, and... Uh, Every day during Bike to Work Week, Bike Month, we'll be putting on something somewhere in the breakfast era in the breakfast hour. Uh, last year, we were so pleased to partner with Wovra over in Westville, mm-hmm. with Gava over in Grand Avenue, with SLR and Park New Haven over at State Street Station and District or co-working over at uh, the district on thurs on on that Thursday. So look for details coming out through the bike month. Um, so Jay, you know, you've got the mic in front of you and you talked a little bit about your events. You can drop them again, but also, you know, why, why skateboarding? Ooh, that is a fantastic question. <laughs> I think, um, on a, on a deep personal level, uh, and many, many skaters will agree. It always just boils down to that feeling, that wonderful feeling of, um, freedom that skateboarding allows and this unique capacity to interface with the space around you. Um, It's a very unique way of exploring the world um, and sharing community with other people who explore the world in this way. Um, I I often say that we're nomadic. We're a nomadic tribe. We're we're always looking for new spaces to explore um, and friends to do it with. So that's why skateboarding. It is an incredible skill-building community building um activity that that just has nothing but positive outcomes for people of all ages it builds intergenerational cross-cultural networks of friends i'm very very thankful for that um so now you can even go to the olympics if you were a skater yes yes yeah so you there's so many so many different ways to engage skateboarding um at just the personal kind of uh recreational level as kind of an art practice as an athletic practice and again doing that at any levels um i could go in all the different ways that you could be a sponsored or professional skateboarder or on a contest circuit but we do not have time for that (laughs) um but there's just so much opportunity the youth um and we are at skate haven excited to continue to share that um with new skate spaces and new programming um and we don't just want to uh provide these things we don't just want to put down skate spaces and have programs we are very passionate about getting the youth involved uh in the process of of creating these things so um for example one of the ongoing programs that folks can expect to see from us in addition to skate clinics are our skate to uh city hall 
civic engagement workshops where we will be introducing the civic engagement process by walking through the skate space advocacy process um you know there will so we will be walking through our process and advocating for new skate spaces and encouraging young people to sign up to work with us to advocate for skate spaces in their own neighborhoods um, similarly later in the summer we will be doing uh, two days worth of workshops that use skateboarding as a lens to explore the arts and spatial justice by spatial justice we mean uh, the equitable distribution of space uh, that is functional for all users so pedestrians cyclists consumers skateboarders the whole lot um, so we will be doing that with a major institutional partner that we are not at liberty to announce at the moment um, space will be limited uh, we have about 15 spots so we just want to start getting the word out now so young folks and families who are interested in skateboarding the arts culinary arts visual arts photography um, as well as spatial justice should follow skate.hvn on instagram that's s-k-a-t-e dot h-v-n uh, and more updates will come on that those programs uh the civic engagement workshops and all of the other clinics and advocacy work that we're doing in the future mm -hmm. jay uh just really quickly is there anything that skate even might need right now to be successful that you want to say out to our community uh reach out um in any way what are some of some of those items that you still are pending to to be successful in your programming uh we could always 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 use uh more facilitators more bodies folks who know how to skateboard or folks who are interested in the arts or know a bit uh who would be able to share with young people uh in their communities or in other communities throughout new haven um we're about building these cross neighborhood coalitions so even if you're you're from the dixville neighborhood and you're coming over to uh westville to do some stuff that that's the kind of stuff that we love so um bodies and uh we will soon be putting out a call for donations, but we're not quite there yet. But follow skate.hvn um, on Instagram and stay up to date on our fundraising goals. You heard it here first. Coming in August for subscribers only, you'll hear it. Deep cut for the Skate Haven uh, event. Take a look at skate.hvn on Instagram. I want to thank everyone for listening today. I want to thank everybody in the studio and on Zoom uh, for helping out on creating such a magical place in the greatest small city in America. Uh, we'll turn it into, over to Caroline and Lee to take us out, but I just want to thank again Tiffany, Allie, Jay, and Chris for all you're doing for making wheels and feet on every street a possibility here in New Haven. And with that, we'll ask our co-host Caroline and Lee to say goodbye. Yeah, I, I, I think this has been a great morning, and I think the the strongest feeling I feel right now is gratitude. Gratitude for every single person in this room. Gratitude for Lee and NCAT. Gratitude for Doug for figuring out how to use the radio <laughs> and broadcast this morning, which was incredibly impressive. And just grateful to so many different individuals across the decades in this city that have been advocating for us to move closer to a horizon line of ensuring that everyone um, can safely move through the city that we all love and call home. I'll pass it to Lee to close yeah, us out. Absolutely. Again, thank you to everybody who has made all of this happen. Thank you for taking your mornings to cycle over or walk over. I really do appreciate it. I want to say thank you to our alder, Sarah Miller, who is doing an amazing job helping us again and, and coordinating everything with May uh, uh, 6th event with Fairhaven Day. Um, thanking all of our partners, really, uh, the New Haven Public School Systems, uh, St. Martin Porters Academy, uh, really everyone who is making bike advocacy 
possible. Our city has really changed and continued to evolve and morph into a very beautiful space. And that cannot happen without humans. So taking a moment to celebrate everyone who is making all this possible. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being in existence. And, you know, thank you for taking care of our earth. And every action is important, you know, no matter how small it is. And I think that's exactly what Bike Month is all about. Uh, even if you might not be uh, celebrating any other month, if you choose to celebrate at least one month out of the entire calendar year where you say you know what today i will not take the car i will take the bus i will walk or i will use my bike to get to work uh or wherever it is that you'll be going even if you're going to a neighbor's house thank you for doing that thank you for trying your best to give back and we really appreciate everything that you do in this earth and again if you need us please reach over at www.ncatct.org we are here to help you to love you to inspire you uh and to help you lead the way Thank you so much, Lee and Caroline, and everybody listening and uh, getting on your bike this month. WNHH Radio, 103.5 FM. A, a big thank you to Tom Ficklin for letting us uh, borrow his space and making accommodations for us to get wheels and feet on every street. And uh, the great producer, Harry Droz, nice job today. Thanks so much, everybody. See you in Bike Month. As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen I'm never quitting on my mission, I'ma roll with what I'm giving Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing Better watch the way you're going, better go in the right direction In the moment you're stressing, but you're gonna be counting blessings And I know that for certain, keep on working, open curtains Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version Whoa. I'm never gonna give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, yeah Cause this is my road Let's camera action, I'm ready to go I'm never gonna give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, yeah Yeah, this is my run Let's camera action, I'm ready to go Way too long, we faced them storms Now you gon' face the dawn You waiting for I said from night to dawn I'm writing my wrongs alone And competition with one is ice alone Now I'm running toward them highlights I'm finished being a quitter But little, little by little They joking, telling some riddles Now I'm in my section Ain't willing to give up Know you getting knocked down But you gotta get up I'm never gonna give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta